Hi, I'm Laura Flanders of The Laura Flanders Show, where I interview the best thinkers and doers of our time. On TV, the show premieres Sundays at 11.30 Eastern on PBS World and at The Laura Flanders Show YouTube channel. You can join my guests and me every week there in the live viewing party and then catch us all week on public television stations. Prefer to listen? Find us on a radio station near you or subscribe to the free podcast. You'll find listings and ways to subscribe at lauraflanders.org That's also where you'll receive my regular commentaries. I call them the F word. Here's this week's. Can a racist coup happen in America? I found myself asking that question as I walked around Wilmington, North Carolina and hearing the answer loud and clear. As Cedric Harrison, a tall man who leads Black Heritage Tours, explained, it would be easier for people to understand what could have happened January 6th in D.C. if they knew what did happen November 10th, 1898, in Wilmington, North Carolina. It was on a different scale, he says. In 1898, bleeding bodies filled the rivers. Men drove through residential neighborhoods with machine guns. Families ran away and hid in the cemetery and the swamps. But a lot of folks will go about their days denying that things like this ever happened, he says. But it happened. And January 6 gives us clear proof that the same mindset exists today. The congressional hearings were just kicking off the day that we spent in Wilmington. Driving east, we headed to Whiteville, the county seat of Columbus County, one of the largest counties in the state with one of the smallest populations. There, a sheriff who once described himself as an oath keeper was elected in 2018 by just 37 votes in a contested election and went on to acquire $3.8 million in decommissioned military hardware from Donald Trump's Department of Defense through a federal government program. Now he has two helicopters, two mine-resistant vehicles, and riot shields. Why? Local residents don't know. But they do know that when they held a gospel protest after the police killing of George Floyd, they found themselves observed by what several described to us as snipers, situated on the tallest building over their small, sleepy courthouse square. What's going on? Sheriff Green wouldn't talk to us, but others did, and they're worried. If the congressional hearings have taught us anything, it's that democracy lives or dies at the local level, they say, in out-of-the-way places like Whiteville, where national media rarely come. It's a hostile takeover kind of a thing that we're seeing, one young man in Whiteville told me. But are we as a nation seeing this? What if for every minute national media spent watching Washington, we spent 30 seconds studying power in a small rural town? I reckon we'd all be smarter and some people might be safer. So how about it? You can watch the second in our series of reports from North Carolina on the local routes of the January 6th insurrection on over 300 PBS stations all week, as well as on YouTube or subscribe to our free podcast. All the information is at lauraflanders.org and we could always do with your help. Thanks for listening. I'm Laura.